Ladies and gentlemen, we have the honey drippers in the house tonight. And they just got back from Washington, D.C. I think they got something they want to say. Hello everyone, welcome to the Idol Matinee podcast. It's lovely to be here for another episode of the hit Idol Matinee show. And we've got on the studio tonight, we have Greg here with me. Say hello, Greg. Hello. And on the, coming to us live, socially distancing, we have back by popular demand, Conspiracy Chris. Thank you very much. You right, guys? Hi, Chris. And someone who's had a little drink today because they're celebrating the good, some good news they've had, which I'm sure they're going to share with us later. He's had a little, he's had a little drink. I've, I've had a little drink. He's had a little, a little drink. Johnny Ribena. Say hello, Johnny. I'd say. Where's my bitches at? During the lockdown, if you were going to open up a barber's or a hairdressing salon, what would you call it? I was thinking maybe Lunatic Fringe. <laughs> That's not bad, trick, what? Johnny. Sorry, say, 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 say that or again. Or maybe Firm Count or Mr. Burns. I think you would Or maybe a bit on the side or Blowback and Side. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's a good one. So no, maybe permanent, Greg. It's it's not permanent. It's only temporary. That's some great stuff there, Johnny. You're on fire this evening. (laughs) (laughs) It's much more fun doing drops, isn't it, Johnny? Oh dear, that one's horrible. (laughs) That's a palate cleanser. Let's begin with this evening as we normally do every week, and everyone listens all know. How's your week been? What have you been doing? We we started talking about this last week about me going on about fucking oh. my mental health and everything. Talk, discuss stuff. Yeah. No, oh, this is about oh, talking. Oh, oh no. Oh, you don't want to. You don't actually talk it through, do you? I told you we talked air all the dirt. Not, the not actually talk, not talk through. What, what? Ten hours of me describing why I'm so bothered about stuff, and then nothing. I was like, you right, mate? You right, mate? No. Just carry on. We just carry on. We just carry on going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what about that? We spent 10 hours of you really building up, like, dragging all this shit from your past out into the open again. Like, after, you know I mean, years of suppressing it. But then, yeah. And then nothing comes of it. People just want and laughs. And I end up doing more drugs. People just want laughs. They don't want to hear about your mental health Right, problems. start again, guys. What the bloody hell is he going on about? <laughs> but you know when a kid drops their apple and you hear someone go, oh... No, I've never heard that's of that. But oh, yeah. that's a shame. An oh, apple? I see, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, the kids that drop their apple. Or someone doesn't win a raffle, or someone buys loads of raffle tickets, and they go, oh, that's a shame. It's very similar to the uh, to the, to the government. Um, you know, when they say, oh, um, one, of our, one of our cronies um, gets paid £30 every time someone sends out five pounds worth of food and now they go, oh, that's a shame. Are you talking about those lunch boxes they got? The... No, I think, I think actually I'm off my nut and I'm just um, gibber- talking gibberish. Did you see those lunch boxes, Chris? Uh-oh, Tarvo. Well, they're shocking. They're shocking poor little mites not being able to have anything to eat. Talk about poor little mice didn't have anything to eat. Yeah. Um, uh, no, on this day in 1977, it was the day that Warwick Davis ate the poison apple that meant that he has to remain the rest of his life as a child. 
So this has been the week in America where uh, the it's been the week after the Capitol riots, and in this country, like Johnny was saying earlier, it's been the week of food box scandals. But for me, this week has meant something else. It's meant a time to reflect, sit back, look inside myself, and think: going forward in 2021, how can we make some changes to our lives? Guys, any ideas going forward? What kind of changes you'd like to see? Barry, haven't you noticed that people are saying, I like that phrase? What phrase? Uh, people are saying. The phrase people are saying. Oh, the phrase people itself, saying. people are people saying. People are saying, I like the phrase people are saying. That's very confusing. That's like a weird sort of palindrome. Without, without being a palindrome. People are saying, I like the phrase, I learned it from Donald Trump. People are saying that the cops uh, treated the Trump protesters differently to the BLM protesters. But funnily enough... In different ways. Some people are saying the cops were more brutal with the BLM protesters, but the QAnon people are saying the police treated the BLM and Antifa with key gloves. Isn't that a shame QAnon didn't tell the... Oh, uh, oh actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, 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 is, no, this is a good bit. What If that was all true, and QAnon did do all that, why didn't they tell the um, protesters to go um, in blackface? Uh, exactly. Mum, R.I.P., was renowned for neither the quality of her cuisine nor the attention she paid to food hygiene, bless her. Her fried bread, for example, cooked in a frying pan, kept under the sink from one Sunday to the next, complete with solidified fat, oozed molten lard across your breakfast plate when you sliced into it. In a sort of horrific version of a chicken Kiev. Oddly, though, Mum had delusions about her culinary skills, and when it came to Christmas, her Xmas puddings were boiled up in a baby burko, otherwise used to boil nappies. One term, two impeachments, and three divorces. The only thing Donald Trump hasn't lost is weight. This is a bit disjointed at the moment. One this. Christmas, when I was about 16, many years ago, she made a Christmas cake in November, which we were presented with for Christmas. My sister's boyfriend, who had stayed that weekend in November when the cake was cooked, had a notorious sweet tooth. So when he was offered a slice at Christmas tea, we were all very surprised when he declined. Many years later, we were reminiscing about our dear mum, long since past. He told us why he demurred from sampling her mother's Yuletide cake. He said that when he'd stayed in November, he'd be first downstairs the following day, where he saw the family cat, old and somewhat decrepit, sound asleep on the warm iced cake. What? I haven't got the sound effect for that. So last week the story was to bring. No, sorry. no, 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 no. Let me just say it's like. Um... Okay, let's kick off. Uh, Greg, can you pass me your tablet quick. Let's kick off with our first subject of the evening, and that is Does Robbie Win. I can't win- feel my face. I wish I couldn't feel my face. 
What can you see? <laughs> what can you smell? Uh, I could, uh, the Burnt toast. rang the FBI and told them he was and what he did. He said he didn't mind being arrested because Jesus and Gandhi were arrested. In jail, he went on hunger strike because he only eats organic food. And then uh, an American judge said he should have organic food. And I, I'm um, single now because I've left Maxine. What, to do because of Trump? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so as, as we've got a bit of time this evening, I want to, uh, unless, uh, Chris, you've got anything, you, subjects you want to start with, because I've got something I want to do. That I'd be, I, I, I got Greg to do this in the past, but he couldn't quite pull it off, so I'm going to have a go at doing it this time. I, well, no, I, I, I was too drunk or whatever, I suppose, but I'm not I'm too... I'm sure drunk he could pull it off. No, you, you gave me something really shit to read out, Barry. Actually, no, yeah, good, good luck reading. If it's, if it's as shit as the one that you gave me to read out, then... Big Mouth. Yeah, Big Mouth. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. It's wait. funny. Have you, how many have you watched now? I'm on the third one, I think. What, third season? No. Uh, Episode? Oh, right, no, yeah. What, tell me when you're on the third season. You know, it gets really good after... Cause you, you, the Shame Wizard hasn't even been... Welcome introduced. to BT Mobile. Oh, for fuck's sake. The person you... Um, yeah, the Shame Wizard... You, you haven't seen... Oh, uh, yeah, no, I always do that. The Shame, Wiz- the Shame Wizard hasn't been introduced yet. Uh, David Foolis plays him, the English yeah, actor. That's really early. I'm trying to make Maxine watch it. And... Um, uh, and 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 hormone <laughs> hormone monster Rick like Rick the hormone monster he's like he's like a really shit lame hormone monster he's funny you know Coach Steve the spastic the coach the basketball coach he's yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. he's like a spastic but yeah he's uh, never mind you've got you watch yeah you can watch the first, like the first couple of seasons and then you'll be properly like into it oh no yeah that's the other thing fucking I got him. I've got loads of letters from fucking the BBC telling me they're going to fucking come round and sort me out. Why? What have you done? You've not been watching the, the snooker uh, in black and white? <laughs> no, no, the fucking arseholes are going, oh, we can't the letters They're going on with the fucking, are you, re- are you going to be in on the 28th? And I was like, yeah. I rang them up and said, yeah, I'll fucking be in on the 28th if you can. That is a myth, isn't it? Is it a myth or is it true? Like, if you've watched your TV in black and white, that you didn't have to pay no, your TV license? I was fucking around someone else's house. Now I'm going home. We've not even fucking painted the kitchen yet. And no, fuck the BBC. They're making my old parent fucking pay for their shit TV. And my dad's not even here. He's over in Spain. You can just, COVID. you don't have to pay. Just go on the website and just say you don't watch TV. No, I didn't. I rang them up and told them to go fuck themselves. You tell them, Margaret. Yeah, I did. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. So. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. I thought they were, I thought they were very rude. So have you watched? So you watched Big Mouth? You haven't watched um, says Manos then yet? No, either. But no, don't worry about that. Watch nah. Watch Big Mouth. If you if you haven't got. To, you, obviously no, haven't got you, haven't, you obviously haven't got as much time in your hands as me. I was, I, was, I, was, I was playing around Maxine, and then she got the ump with me, and she's fucking. So I sat there and she's watching. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Emmerdale. Then back in uh, EastEnders, then Coronation Street. I was like, oh, I'm going upstairs, I'm going to bed. And I went upstairs and uh, just watched my own, my own stuff or even listened to this stupid podcast. But bing, bing, no, bing, you, 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 could, you could go upstairs on your own and have a wank. So what's the point in women? Yeah, I know. It's, it's easy. No, That's the thing. Like, even when you think you need one, you just if look you at them. Like them. What's the point? 
you look at the things you can get online and you go like, yeah, yeah, could do, could do. And then you go and have a wank and go, actually, no, 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 no. I've sat there, I've sat there masturbating over a picture of you, Greg. <laughs> 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 Said James. <laughs> keeping that in. So talking of... Um, disgusting, Johnny. Keep keeping it. that in. Keep, oh, keep it in. Keep it in, Johnny. Ugh. Do you reckon Robbie Williams gets better the older he gets? Obviously. <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you said fatter. <laughs> I thought he said no, fatter, more talented. He's more down to I earth. Thought he said, I thought he said fatter, not better. <laughs> no, he's more down to earth, more humble now. So, did you humble watch Mulroney's Black Bottom? No. I thought, I thought that was a joke suggestion. No, it's good. so good about How much it? of her Black Bottom is in it? Oh, no. It's, uh, it's, is she into anal uh, sex? Is it like? Uh, is it like the first... Uh, was she the first like lady to do like? No, it's about it's about the blues. Interracial it's anal porn. You know the shoes anal interracial one. anal porn. No, what, uh, no, it's not. My red is black bottom. All right, mate. That's Chadwick Boseman. Black blue bottom. <laughs> is it? Yeah, oh, Chadwick right. Boseman's last film was not it? No, no everything. He's done a lot of last films. He's done a lot of last films. I was thought I thought Twenty One Bridges was. I thought The Five Bloods was, and and then. Uh, no, Mum Rainey's back. I'm, it's like he's still alive. It's like he didn't actually die. It's like, there is a lot. He's a lot. Of, he's had a lot of films come out after his death. Is what well, I'm I know saying. he's got three more coming out. And nothing against that. I'll push, I wish he was still alive. Obviously, he's in Fast and Furious. A new one of those. <laughs> I do. Black woman in Suicide Squad called. Oh, I didn't I watch know. it. All. I couldn't watch it. Don't know, mate. You got your phone in front of you there. You could probably just. Google I couldn't that. watch it. No, I, I can't. Oh, no, I should know. I, I, even if I yeah, hate no, films. Like... No, mate, it's good. And also, Spree. Oh, no. I watched. Spree. Spree. Oh yeah, there's Killing Spree. The one with uh, matey from um, uh, Stranger Things. What was that? Yeah, the guy is Steve, big head Steve, isn't it? He was in. Uh, he was in the, the Charlie Brooker thing as well. The. Burn the, the one we confused we were talking about was Black Mirror, but the Charlie Brooker's Burn 2020 or whatever. The, it was like the roundup of the year, basically. He was one of the talking heads in it, pretending to be. You know, Hugh Grant was playing a, a posh professor type guy, and Steve from Stranger Things was on it as well, playing like a, a millennial, youth, millennial youth. vlogger or whatever, like influencer. Influencer, yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, he's, it's him. It's him. He was in. He's in that spree. He's, Chris, Chris, Chris is gone. He's Chris he'll be back is, yeah, soon. Which is better actually died. because it was much more confusing when there's both of you on the phone trying to talk. Like, well, he might be back. His phone's died. Yeah, no, it's, oh, okay. it's yeah, it's easier. What one at a time? Well, I can handle it. The way, okay, the, but the way we planned on doing it beforehand was just Johnny and then yeah, and that's Chris. what I was going to do. But um, uh, I don't uh, mind. Well, if Chris is not here, I had an idea. Yeah, it was anyway. Like a dragon's den idea. If you had a button on the. Um, That's 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 a great idea. I mean, it's obviously a fairly a comedy. Because I was gonna, I was about to say that's a good idea, but it's not as uh, doable as the temperate uh, butter dish. I don't think because with our electrical I background, I, mean, I, I think we could. E- I think we could make that do you, easier. Do you, do you honestly think your idea is better than mine? Well, I think it's easier. No, no, your idea is probably best better. 
better, but if uh, I think the the butter is e- is easier to do. Okay, yeah, go, go, go. For, I mean, with our skill, like, I mean, I don't have any no, skills. No, 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 uh, with our electrical knowledge, I mean, we've got a little bit of electrical knowledge, but we haven't got electronic knowledge. Well, it's different, well, isn't it? Different, isn't it? Like, you're talking yeah, but, about silicon chips and apps and stuff I don't really understand, whereas the, the butter dish, I could probably, you know what I mean, I could work it out and make it myself, possibly. Yeah, well, I don't think the listeners have actually heard about your butter dish idea. I think uh, the, 20, the 20 keen listeners have, I mean... I know. For, I know. Someone sent me a meme about it last week. Actually, um, uh, thank you. <laughs> they sent me a funny meme saying uh, it had Phil. It had. It was Phil Mitchell from EastEnders, Steve McFadden, whatever. But yeah, Phil Mitchell, yeah. and it was him. Him going like, ah, being all angry and that. And then the meme, the 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 text oh, in the I'm meme was, oh, when when you when the the. No, he's here with me now. What? He's here with me now. Who, who, what are you talking about? You're going to let me finish my, what Phil I'm saying? Phil Mitchell's with him now. Oh, yeah, Phil, no, oh okay, Phil sorry. He's doing a bit, are you? Oh. <laughs> You're doing a bit, Johnny? Right, <laughs> uh, right okay. So, so basically, the meme I got, Johnny, had, had yeah. Phil Mitchell, and he was like going, Rah! in the background. The text says, uh, when, when the butter that says spreadable tears right through the fucking bread. Yeah, can you picture the meme? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm yeah, holding, I'm holding him back. So that what I'm saying is, someone sent me that meme. That means they listen to the podcast. They they're bothered about. They know about my temperate butter dish. They know it's a, my dragon's den idea. Then it's my main dragon's den idea. I've got fucking loads. But I do like your ideas, Johnny. But I just don't think they're going to be as easy to pull off. But probably better. But if you know how to, if you learn about electronics and apps yeah. and how to encoding and all that shit. I actually thought what you said about that, about the butter dish, was in the notes, and I've just realised now, I was listening to it as I was going to sleep, and it was in the, was it in the last podcast? Yeah, it was in the podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going over old ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Keeping it fresh. Keep it yeah, fresh. Yeah, no, People I'm, like callbacks, no. they like, it's like cereal stuff. Talking of podcasts, Harry and Megan no, have got, oh, sorry. Hmm? Oh, no, I'm sorry, I've got, oh, did you see, um. Beat the chasers are racist. Yes, what? because he wouldn't. Bradley, yeah, yeah, because of the um, it's not, aristocrats. aristocrats. Yeah, and she said aristocrats. She said aristocrats instead of aristocrats. No, aristocrats. Yeah, and it's like obviously she knew what it fucking was and just said it wrong. Like any fucking cunt might have done. She put in an extra letter. You know what I mean, she. That's the thing. She go, put. In, sorry. Go, she put go, in an extra letter. Go, you know what I mean? Go, yeah. Go, go. Everybody wants to be a cat. Is a song from what Disney film? The Aristocats is what I would have said, but she, yeah, I've been calm, cool, and collected at the moment. <laughs> no, no, but I can understand how someone wouldn't have been and gone Aristocrats. No, I'm, I'm joking. Obviously, I might have fucking done. I might have said that as well. Like Barry, you fuck. I'm trying to help you. If you insist on fucking cunts on the phone, I'm going to shout because I feel like to. You don't need to shout. No, no, That's the microphone's all. there, but That's I feel. Because well, I'm shouting at Johnny because Johnny can't fucking hear. Is there on a phone? It's your fault for fucking doing this on a phone. Don't fucking tell me not to shout, like, you know what I mean? I can't help it. That's what I automatically do with some cunts on a phone. I'd rather they were here. I'm just talking well, to you can't be because of COVID. Well, then fucking don't do it then. We got. I won't say anything then. Talk to Barry, Johnny, because I fucking shout. can't help it. I, I will shout. 
And I'll shout Greg. more when Barry goes, Greg, Greg, Greg. He'd be better off just saying it, like, I don't know, not saying anything. So I'm, no, I'm well, aware. you just watch that line then. I'm aware, I'm aware, I know, I'm aware that I'm That's how quiet it is, that's, that's the red zone. Yeah, that's what I, know. I can't help it. I can't, Greg. I can't hear, my, if I talk quietly, I can't Greg. hear myself. Greg. Anyway, Greg, 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 do you want to keep saying Greg. your name? Greg, Greg, Greg. I thought of one the other day. Bigfoot is a monoped. Yeah, it should be big feet. No, I'm, I imagine Chris Christopherson is going to be a lot funnier than me in a minute, but I did see one thing that amused me. There was an advert on the telly for personalised earbuds, and the, example, the examples of things they said that you could have printed on the charging box included mum and dad. And I was just thinking, that's not really that personal, is it? You better have had Bob and Glenn because he'd be like, "Oh, that sounds like a gay couple." But no, that's my mum and dad. Mum's Glenn, dad's Bob. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. That'd be much funny. better. I had to say this week, so oh, I'm listening to him. Okay, cool. So, talk, moving on then. So now Johnny's done his bit. I can start talking. Harry and Meghan. Uh, anyone heard their new podcast? Uh, yeah, I was, I was. I was. I think I was the first listener. And what do you think about it? Um, what do you think about Megan? I she think, comes across quite clearly, think, nicely. No, I think they could do more bits. I think they could do more improv. Uh, more drinking, more, movie, more coke. More semi-movie reviews. Ruin a few more bit, a uh, few uh, TV series and stuff like that. Oh, talk- uh, hello, hello, hello. Uh, didn't he have a ponytail? I heard on TV today. More uh, random drunk guys like that. They show a random drunk guy on the phone going like just saying just shit, weird shit. No, joking, Johnny. Right, got... No, no, the, uh, what's his name? The ginger, the cunt, the, the, the prince. What's ginger his name? prince. Cunt Harry. Harry the cunt. Yeah, yeah, ginger cunt Harry. The Nazi, Nazi Harry. German Nazi ginger cunt Harry. Chris? Oh, Greg, are you impressed with my, um, cock pictures? Yes, very. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> you better explain what that is, Johnny, for the listeners. <laughs> yes, Johnny, really. you've grown, my boy, since I last saw you. Just explain what that is. Such, such a big boy now. No, uh, we've talked about this before. Like mm-hmm. Johnny, I, I'm sure we have mentioned it on the podcast. I'm sure we have. Johnny likes to draw cocks on pictures on, on papers on the newspaper. We used to work together and, uh, as electricians. And at lunchtime, Johnny would uh, Google cocks on a, I mean, in a, in a very artistic way. Not just you know, in a childish. Oh, there's one like you know, I mean, balloon balls and just a fucking, yeah, you know, I mean, something that looked like a shit balloon animal with. Spunk, I mean, a rudimentary like liquid coming out the, the shaft, like, uh, yeah, no, a proper veiny graffiti style, veiny bad boy with like different shading and stuff, veins and everything. I used to do them all on all the <laughs> all the sports pages. I, I'm sure I, I don't know, what I've but if I haven't discussed it, I'm doing it again. But uh, yeah, anyway, it used to make, I found it hilarious. It's what, it's what I looked forward to most <laughs> every day at work. I was like, oh, it's lunchtime. I was doing the crossword. I'd do the crossword. I, I used to find that enjoyable, uh, doing the crossword word for Gary, looking really intelligent because Gary couldn't finish the crossword, finishing the, or getting the ones that he couldn't get. And then Johnny drawing all over the same paper uh, with loads right. of cocks and stuff. But anyway, yeah, so uh, Johnny's entered, like, he's, he's tried to up his game on Facebook because it turns out there's a web page for that. Uh, there's or yeah, Facebook pages or whatever for for such a thing, and and Johnny's been sharing the art, uh, other people's artwork, and then getting involved himself, and he he released a, a something, something quite special the other day, you know, <laughs> and what I found even more special was the comments for, on the Facebook page uh, with someone was, was that a fellow artist Johnny? 
Which one? The you know that so the one the bad boy where it's like there, there's there's cocks everywhere there's tipex cocks everywhere but the one where he's taken off. Johnny, calm down. Johnny, what are you going on about? I was about to ask you a question about your said. I've explained all the cock artwork and everything up to this point. Now you're just going well, fucking, fucking, fuck, going on like Joe yeah, Pesci yeah, in the background. Right, yeah, no, because no, you know this is true. When we were working in that hospital, it's like remember when I uh, that guy come in and goes, you wanker. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He, he was obviously a plumber or something. Yeah. So what but Johnny's saying, I'm not sure that came across clearly. Like, so Johnny, uh, the, the cocks and everything, Johnny used to doodle on the paper. One day, one of the, someone that we used to work with in the tea room, a plumber or whatever, took one of these papers back on the tube and didn't realise it had one of Johnny's artwork on it, had Drogba or whatever on the back page, cheering with both hands in the air, but with two cocks, like one in each hand, four balls going, yeah, spunking out of both, going, yeah, celebrating, sliding <laughs> on his knees. And some plumber's on the tube reading this, Unbeknownst to him, it's like, yeah, the back page has got this on it, Everyone and everyone's looking at him on the tube going, ha, ha, like, so basically, that's what Johnny it. was, that's what Johnny very was trying good, to say there, good. and like, yeah, so basically, Johnny's ended, stuff. so now he's, 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 uh, regretting his life decisions. No, no, he's not, no, he's no, not, he's, no, he's, no, he's no, realised no, that's what he's good at, and no. he's, he's gone back to it, yeah, thank you, Chris, Chris, you're a fan of his artwork, aren't you, surely? No, great fan, yeah, it's beautiful. It's, absolutely, so the recent one, what I was trying to get to now, like, now Johnny said that, is uh, so what I said. I, I appreciate. Obviously, I'm the, the biggest fan of that. His artwork, but it was the also. Oh, so I'm, I'm shouting again into the mic. Sorry, sorry, everyone. Um, it's sorry, Barry. It, it was the the comment. I don't know if you read the comment thing that Johnny shared the Facebook page. What I wanted to know from Johnny was that a fellow artist? Was that a fellow cock artist, or was that just someone commenting on the page? Because when he was asking about the trajectory of the bollocks, because obviously the guy you had the guy fart, you had the guy ejaculating and farting. And taking off from the ground, so a football player, and and then he was talking about the trajectory, and you get down to the nitty gritty about which way his bollocks were going. Yeah, um, that, guy, that guy was actually funny, and I said. Yeah, that was quite funny. It was quite a funny question, no, and but the fu- and, and answer. Right before that, that was like, uh, suge- you know, the picture I put on when I said the story about what we said about when we were at work. Yeah. He was like, implying that I was making it up, and I was a liar, and that wasn't the back page. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, that wasn't the back page. It's a, a drawing I did yesterday, and the other stuff was from about 10 years ago. Oh, right, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try and track him down, and I'm going I'm, uh, I'm to rape his mum. Are you going to, um... Sounds fair. Reveal <laughs> massive cock. You're going to say, white cock. Yeah. <laughs> it goes through t- 20 pages. You shouldn't use language like that, but I understand you've had a drink, so we'll let it, off, we'll let it slide this time round. I'm, I'm apologising for my shouting. I'm all right. Are you going to go on Britain's Got Talent and then hold a newspaper up with a picture on it? <laughs> no, no. It should be a speed challenge. You go like, right, give me, give me, like, you ask, you ask the BGT, the judges, to come in with a magazine each. And then, like, yeah, and then you go, right, give me your magazine. Give me your favourite magazine. And then you go, and you sit there with your little tongue out going, with music playing in the background. 30 seconds on stage. And then go to town as quickly as you can, give it back to them. And then see how much they laugh. I mean, if they're infants like me, which I'm sure they are. Nationality and fucking Tom Jones up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah.
Golden tickets. I want to try something now that we tried in the past. Uh, it was reading off a story from Real Life magazine. And this story is called Bleeding Love. Uh, Kay's wedding ring twinkled with hope, but fate was about to pull the rug. There's a gentle tap on my shoulder. Wake up. My partner, Steve Carnes, said. Film's over. The end credits of the latest Avenger film rolled down the cinema screen. Oopsie. I yawned. Stevie loved his films. Star Wars, Avengers. I barely made it past the first laser battle or magic nonsense before I started snoring. It had been the same since we met online in 2010. Both separated, he had three grown-up girls. After chatting and keyboard flirting for a couple of months, we finally met at Glasgow train station. I'd been a bundle of nerves waiting on the platform, but as soon as he walked towards me, I'd relax. Lovely to meet you, he smiled. We'd gone to a nearby pub, talked for hours over strawberry ciders. After sharing a snog, he invited me to watch Celtic's semi-final match against Ross County the following weekend. Uh? We didn't agree on films, but Celtic Football Club... Oh yes. I'm not bringing you again. Stevie had laughed after we lost. You're a bad omen. Now more than two years later, with two league titles and a girlfriend, this bad omen had turned out pretty good for him. Oh, it's Scottish, though. Stevie Sorry. lived with me. Not that he knew where the washing basket lived. Look, it's right there! I scolded that night, picking up his pants off the floor. Sorry. He grinned sheepishly. Shut it! I reckon you're rebelling after being in the army. I said, getting into bed. Before we'd met, he'd been in the Scots Guards for 11 years, and errant undies would certainly not be tolerated on base. He worked for Scottish Power now. I thought it was ringing from there when he, when he called in June 2013. I'm at the hospital, he corrected. <laughs> I've had a heart attack. I am at the hospital. <laughs> I've had a heart attack. Are you okay? I begged, grabbing my coat. I've had a heart when attack. I got there, he said... I had some pains and felt weird at work. They're doing tests. Eventually, doctors... I've had some pains at work. I need a hand job. Eventually, doctors discovered Stevie had a leaking valve. <laughs> You'll need oper- my valve. You'll need an operation to repair it, a doctor explained. For a while, our lives crackled with stress and uncertainty. But the op in September was successful. We relaxed back into normality. We take our border collie view for long walks and love going caravanning. But maybe the scare had changed something in Stevie. Marriage hasn't bothered us before. We knew we were strong. Then on Christmas Day, a year later, in bed opening presents. Oh, that's cute. I smiled, unwrapping a love heart mug. Make a copper then, Stevie nodded. I'm always making brews for that man. Wait, what's that inside? Oh my God! (laughs) I cried. There was a diamond solitaire ring at the bottom. Will you marry me? He smiled. I yelled, hugging him. But there was no rush on the wedding. Again, it did feel like something we needed. For six years, being engaged felt good as a marriage anyway. Before we knew it, it was January 2020. We're on our holes. Think I've got your virus, Stevie sighed, looking pale in our Lanzarote hotel room. I had a bug a few days before. One night I woke up and Stevie wasn't beside me. I'm on the floor, he croaked. I fainted. I helped him back into bed. Should you see a doctor? I worried. He had regular checkups with his heart and had been on meds since 2016 when the valve began leaking again. It's just your virus. It's just your virus, he insisted. Back home at the airport, Stevie turned grey, puffing and wheezing up the steps. Paramedics took him straight to the hospital. We had some scans. After three weeks, we were called in. I rubbed his back as we were given the news. It's stage four heart failure, 
the consultant said. What? I cried. What does that mean? He'll need a heart transplant. I'm so I'm so sorry, Stevie said, bursting into tears. You don't have to apologise, I wept, clutching him tight. Stevie was admitted to the specialist heart unit at Glasgow. He needs constant monitoring, a nurse explained. He needs constant monitoring! His heart was fragile now in his chest, as a chick in the palm of his hand. Incapable of leaving him, I was put up in a hotel over the road from the hospital. We played cards and watched films on his iPad. During one, I dozed off again in the chair. You can't even stay awake him in hospital. He nudged me as it finished. Then in March, lockdown wrenched us apart. I wasn't allowed to visit him. Going home, the house felt so empty. But I FaceTimed him constantly. In April, he needed a balloon pump inserted to basically pump his heart for him. He was deteriorating. Without a transplant, he had no future for the next few months. Lying like, is this going on a bit? Yeah, it's, it's really shit. <laughs> it's really it's, shit. It's the worst ever. It's, like, it's fucking bleak. You should have finished it where it said he works for British Gas. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I can't believe you listened that far. I mean, uh, I, did, I, did, I just switched off. Should I just talking. get to the end? Oh, as soon as he started talking, realised it's Scottish, and he started doing a Northern accent. I was like, oh, I've just, thought, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I'm not, I don't believe it I'm now. Very, I can't believe very, it. I was reading some magazines this week and got some really good, um, salacious celeb news. If you want to um, bookend your story, I for certainly that. do. Let me just finish the story off with just three paragraphs. At his funeral, would all yeah, Jesus. At his funeral, no, it's very short. I promise. (laughs) At his funeral, we all wore something green in tribute to his beloved Celtic. He was buried wearing his new shirt, on which I am missing Mrs. Cairns. On which I had, on which I had Mr. and Mrs. Cairns printed over 18th the 5th 20, our wedding day. England, for the sake of the story. We thought a new heart was our future. But when that broke and took him from me, it broke mine too. And nothing can ever fix that. As told by Claire about from Real Life magazine. Sorry, guys. I won't do that right again. But yeah, I'm going to break one off and throw it in your face. Right. Right. Carry on, Chris. So, yeah. So, I was reading, um, well, just sort of uh, scouring the magazines for secrets and clues, you know, for crumbs to conspiracy truths. And um, I found myself getting quite engrossed into the celeb news. And... Um, <laughs> I found out that a lot, of, a lot of stars are regretting overindulging over Christmas. And um, Danielle Lloyd, you know, uh, yeah. Mary Sheringham's ex. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. a fat cunt now, isn't she? That's it. So she told insiders that she regrets overindulging with the family at Christmas. And she announced the face 2021 minus her nose. Apparently, there's a new craze amongst wags whereby they relax in a comfy chair, pour <coughs> a glass of port, Snip a guitar, a uh, cigar, and then follow it up with chopping off the end of their nose. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought uh, I just assumed she was really fat, uh, but she's missing part of her nose. Chops it off with a cigar cutter. It's a new thing. I think Mel B's done oh, that. Oh, sorry. So yeah, yeah, it, they've had surgery. They've had surgery on their nose. And like, no, I, I was just about to order a prostitute, and after you said that, I thought, can I get one over that would, would sniff a guitar? Sorry, mate, you sound really you bad. Uh, get, get a prostitute over and get her to sniff a guitar. I thought that, that actually turned me on. Are you, are you underwater, mate? Get her to mm. sniff a guitar? Did you say a guitar or a cigar? Yeah, no, sniff a guitar. Sniff a guitar? You sound like you're underwater. No, right. Anyway, peace out. I'll listen to it in, in a bit. I'm going to go and have a wank. That's so cryptic. Uh, Some of Johnny's ones are cryptic. It's like they're not... I think they might be funny on a weird planet. I don't know, somewhere, but... 
Usually, but, it's, um, it's more like a cryptic. It's a cryptic thing. I don't know. But that one, sometimes they're not. I think sometimes he's he, gone anyway. Yeah, sometimes sometimes his jokes are, are funny in a cryptic way. Uh, sometimes they just don't make any sense at all. I think that was one of the ones that don't make any well, sense. Well, goodbye from Johnny this week. Thanks for coming along, Johnny. <laughs> and hopefully we'll have you on a better line next week. Over to you, Chris. Hopefully so, do you know last week you were talking about Jason Sudeikis and I couldn't remember. Oh, him, yeah. So I, I thought, oh, I, I um, should remind myself who he is. And then as soon as I saw his face, obviously, reminded him from seeing lots of films. But... Harry Styles is currently dating Olivia. Wilde, yes, his his ex. His, yes, yeah. his, 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 yeah. so he's got three three kids with you know, like three kids with, yeah, and they they kids. split up. They split up in November. So oh, so I'm but leaving he, in the show. And they split. Up, they only split up in November, and it's like and now Harry Styles is like now yeah, it's a big big thing. It's a bit of a weird yeah. one, isn't it? Jason Sudeikis is trying to win her back. Oh right. Because he's, because he, he's like, oh, well, we've got two kids and hopefully it's just a phase. Yeah. Um, and I've heard also from other sources that apparently it isn't serious. Anyway, because Harry's only letting her finger in. <laughs> <laughs> but you're following um, the breadcrumbs of the QAnon trail. That's why they call it the bread maker. You've got to, you've got to. Um, I also found out, you know, Matt Terry, 2016's X Factor winner. Yeah. He's, mel- yeah. he's melted. Following the route of previous winner Matt Cardle, and I approached Simon Cowell for something to say, but he, he wasn't willing to make a statement. He can't even write a letter. Is he the one with the droopy eyes? Simon Cowell? No, one of the factors. <laughs> He's the one without the. No, different. No. Matt, Matt, I, 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 I'm not sure what you mean. Matt Terry. I, oh, sh- I'm shouting again. Matt Terry, uh, Matt Cardle. I know. I remember Matt Cardle, but I don't know Matt. Is, was that a real one, Matt? That one, yeah, yeah, said. 2016. Oh, right, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I speak no lies. It's funny how many of them are, are just disappeared. There's, I, there was another one. Who was the one that won because One Direction didn't win? Who won that year? It was, it was that wasn't was someone Heyman, wasn't there? There was that Ben Heyman, yeah. Uh, that was a late a woman that won with One Direction. Uh, what was the, the gay, gay one, Joe McKendry, Mc, Mc, Joe McWicky, McKendry. McKendry? Joe McKendry was from um, that one on BBC One. Oh, was that something else? The yeah. voice. I got no. F- no, I thought he was a fucking. I don't know. I got a film fact for you. They're all dead now. I've listened to a podcast called Who Is uh, Jeremy Renner? Because it's about his app he had. He had an app made by a company, an Indian company that makes apps for celebrities. But one yeah. of the, one of the things it says on it was Jeremy Renner always likes to do his own stunts. <coughs> and when he was in the movie Tag. He fell between um, two chairs and broke both his arms. <laughs> and so he had to have CGI green screen arms for the rest of the film. That's why that's why his arms are like bigger and more muscly. Like he's like, I insist that uh, in, in the rest of the film, yeah, he's got really big arms. No, I didn't, well, I've seen that film and uh, I don't think that's true. But uh, it's, it's quite funny. Have you been watching um, Australia, Married at First Sight Australia, Chris? I'm not really one for watching TV for entertainment purposes. Only research, yeah? Only research, it's all research. Well, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about it, because it is quite funny. Do you have a bird in the corner? Do you have a bird cage in like, a big like library of books? Old books? Dusty ones? I, Originals? I have a collection of egg boxes <laughs> filled with scat, different types. <laughs> what about your urine, Chris? What, like what do you it. do with that? I'm not into urine anymore. No, but I mean your moved on. own urine. You're, you Obviously, we can't, in this day and age, it's too dangerous to flush it down the toilet in case they get hold of it. So you just drink it oh. like any normal person. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Idiots. Well, that's the trouble. Normal people don't drink it, do they? They haven't woken well, up yet. Well, the other thing you can do is obviously make, um, you can pickle things with it. 
uh, once you've gone through a certain amount of um, cycles of drinking it, it picks up nitrates, and that's got similar um, qualities to a, a good strong table vinegar. Mm-hmm. So, um, what kind of pickle stuff in it? What kind of stuff you've been pickling? Mostly like potatoes and peas. <laughs> That's all uh, I've got at the moment. That'll make a good gift for someone for Christmas if you put a ribbon around it. Potatoes are the best. I mean, they're the, the, out of all the foods. If I had to choose, it's like, right, you've only got one staple food. Like You don't want meat, you don't want meat stuck in your teeth all the time and your colon all blocked up with yeah. meat. I'll go potatoes all the way. You know, like in, you know The Martian, like in, in the film The Martian mm. with Matt Damon, he, he only had potatoes. I was like, that'd be kind of my heaven. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, like yeah, it'd be nice to have like other stuff with the potatoes. But I'm like, well, like there's lots of shit you can do with potatoes. Did yeah. you did you see in the news this? Did you see in the news this week? Um, Captain or Colonel Tom was caught on camera in Morrison's refusing. General to wear, Tom, he's been promoted. Refusing to wear a mask. He was arguing with one of the Morrison staff because he was, didn't need to wear a mask because he's well because he's Captain Tom, obviously, I suppose. General and he's Tom, fighting spirit. Yeah, and he said, "I'm first on the list." Uh, another little. F- <laughs> <laughs> so Barry looked at me then really bad, like I ruined his joke. So I said, "General, do you mean General Tom?" He went, "Oh man, you ruined my joke!" Like he gave me a look to say, "You ruined my oh, phone." Ruined I my joke. That's what I was saying. You- <laughs> I'm saying, "Do you want to do that joke again without me saying General Tom?" Nah. Would it make a difference? I don't nah. think it would. So don't look at me like that. I mean, <laughs> well, I let you finish what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not a good joke. Don't, I don't interrupt you. Don't, don't. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Anything Sorry. to add, Chris? Sorry about that, Chris. Sorry. It's so embarrassing. Well, not about General Tom, but I, it got me thinking about vinegar. And um, prior to... Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I, this is the right sort of time to say it, but um, I'm a big, big fan of Jeremy Beadle. <laughs> and um, did you know that prior to being famous, Jeremy Beadle, uh, the hilarious prankster, used to work at Sarsons? And his hand was so highly praised because he could delicately put the pre-pickled veg in the jars <laughs> before the vinegar got put in there. It's actually funny you say that because do you know how his hand got like that? When he was young, he was, because uh, he was a bit of a big pranker, hasn't he? And he was doing a prank with a blender and he accidentally chopped his hand off and his mum sewed it back on and rushed him to the hospital. Maybe I chopped off my hand with a blender. Do you know, you don't hear much he about. He worked at the pickle factory. Yeah. He was a falconer, but he couldn't do birds of prey. It was just like robins and tits. <laughs> Budgies. When he was on, hummingbirds. Do you remember when he was on Game for a Laugh with Sarah Kennedy and Matthew Kelly? Do I? Do you? Yeah. Do I? Do I? <laughs> no. And Henry Kelly. Yeah. Henry Kelly's Reagan. not was never actually related to Matthew Kelly. What? Did you th- a lot of people thought they were brothers. I, thought, yeah, I, I just thought one, I just thought one moved to England and thought one was from Ireland and the other one moved to England when they were like you know like my dad did. My- but here's one for you. So let's, as we're talking gubbing for gold, I bet you can name all of the things they went on to do apart from one. So Henry Kelly, what did he go on to do? Well, uh, going for gold. Go, sorry, I got it wrong. Gold going for YouTube. laugh, going for gold. So I've given you a hint there. <laughs> so Henry I think Kelly, it's Henry Kelly. I think it's Henry Kelly. He answer. left Game for a Laugh and went on to do Going for Gold. Is the answer Henry Kelly? Yeah, Matthew Kelly. He left Game for a Laugh and what did he go on to do? Stars in Your Eyes. He 
he did, but he did some stuff before that, didn't he? he yeah, did, his big one stars in your eyes, but you're right, he did do stuff before that. And, and he went on to defend himself against being a pedo. He wasn't, and all, was he? No. He just had, yeah, Dis- he successfully. Just had Disney videos. Yeah. He just had a box of Disney videos, and the son said he was a paedophile. Um, <laughs> I went hard on a two-year-old child. Yeah. So it's a bit of a camp voice. And um, the other one was Jeremy Beadle. And, of course, he went on to do... It was Bell. What did Sarah Kennedy go on to do, though? Uh, Sarah Kennedy, she used to do... A, did, was it a travel programme or something? She did a travel programme, but she also did a quiz show. And that quiz show was called Busman's Holiday. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, so now you've got, you're going for gold knowledge. Which he used to undertake um, mouse removals as he could get their tiny furniture into the skirt board <laughs> without stuffing anything. <laughs> You'd reach in and go, I've got that for you. Yeah, because that's what he, he wrote about that in his uh, book, didn't he? His yes, autobiography. He, he talks about how he used to be bullied and then how he got the last laugh. Yeah. Well, a, look at this tiny help mouse removal service needed. <laughs> and there's only one man for the job. Me. <laughs> now he's laughing, guys. Well, that's when he then met another tiny-handed family, but that's a story for another day, I think. Because he used to work for... He did a lot of work for the Tiny Hand Charity UK, didn't he? He did. Because he brought he them... Did. I mean, because until he got involved, <laughs> they never actually used to put fingers on their tiny gloves. They used to just put it like a little egg cup Cause they little could, people, cause they could... and it would just be no more than a shitty mitten. But because of his involvement, they added fingers and, you know, a lot of credit. And he did a lot of good good work in teaching them how to wipe with the left. Yeah. <laughs> He'd definitely been on the last leg if he was still alive now. He'd definitely been... Well, that's his son on, on the, the last, last leg, leg, isn't it? Alex Brooker, yeah. Alex Brooker's son. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's his real... That's his real... That's his he son. He does actually look a bit like him. If you put well, a beard why, on him. Yeah, he yeah, has yeah. his double beetle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's... beetle fucked his sister. <laughs> It was only Gabby Hand and he got both. Well, it makes you oh. wonder, doesn't it, if when Beadle was doing a lot of work for that charity, and thus his son, what actually did happen? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah, they didn't learn. They never learned that lot, did they? <laughs> Luckily, some... That lot? Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you one more thing about the Beadles. And, and, and I say Beadles because, obviously, he's the face of the Beadles, but they're a big... Um, multinational <laughs> company, the Beatles, and a lot of it stems from them. They are the only people licensed to make those beige cotton mills. Beige, what? Sorry, mate. You know those cotton mills, the beige cotton mills. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Beatles <laughs> yeah. are the only people who are actually licensed to make them. So a bit like cat's eyes. So just the accumulated wealth over the years have meant that they they're basically like these cotton. Cotton mill barons. Um, they all live in non-doms now. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they're pulling a few strings, but again, they'd have to be very small strings, wouldn't they? <laughs> of course, play ukulele strings, like a little ukulele. Tiny wee ones. Yeah. Now, watch this. So whilst in lockdown, we had news that Fabrice Morvan, the guy from Millie Vanilli, has opened up an ice cream shop called Millie Serving Vanilla. What kind of kind ice of. creams do you think he'd be selling, guys, fellas, guys? Uh, <laughs> Pistachio. Wouldn't be real ice cream. Pistachio and coconut. Good, good. No, wouldn't be real ice cream because it's. Oh yeah, no, so yeah, no, there's a joke. Yeah, no, I, I was just going. I was, I was, I was actually just thinking of ice creams. Sorry. Oh, Greg, I thought of the tipping point. Um, <laughs> oh, this uh, week. Oh yeah. 
So when the bit comes off and goes straight to the edge, it's yeah. called the lemming. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's what I'm talking about. Cool, but let's see regular bits, people like that stuff. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> we'll have to pretend that people have written in with uh, other ones as well when we think of some new ones. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's for tipping point. Uh, yeah, tipping point, what's it? How to describe it? Tipping point. Um, do you want to know something really weird that happened to me this week? Yeah, please. I, I um, took myself for a little walk um, as part of my hours exercise and went out for a constitutional in the evening. And I like to go through, there's a graveyard quite close to here. Ooh, um, um, and I quite like to go through there because you get like paranormal activity, bit of drug use, um, and dog walkers. And um, I was walking down there, and this is this is again, this is God's honest truth because otherwise it's a dire story. Um, I was walking along, and there's this bit where it's a long, narrow tunnel, and it's um, ash trees either side. Still grow over, and this time of year they prune them right back but it makes it a really defined sort of horseshoe shape in front of it all the way down to graveyard. And it's got like raw iron railings all up along the side. Ooh, I can see anyway, it. Anyway, I was about um, 20 metres down there and um, just with my own thoughts, not even listening to my phone or anything like that. And I looked up and there was this woman who was maybe 30s, 40s, looked like dressed as a child though. With a blue, like electric blue mat, pull, hood pulled up, um, yellow skirt, uh, red um, tights and red wellies, and was stood there eating crisps, staring at me, but right in the middle, like looking absolutely in the middle, just staring at me under her fringe. Sounds a bit. And I was like, "Sorry, Greg." So I was going to say, "Sounds a bit." Don't look now, like. It was just fucking terrifying. I was looking at her and she was staring right at me in these crisps, just really deliberately. And then suddenly she just grabbed the packet, punched it into her pocket and ran towards me, but with her arms like exaggerated behind her back, going, <coughs> like running. And I had my hands in my pockets and looked around, like said if there was someone behind me, if I'm like misreading something. And I was like, oh no, she's running straight towards me. But then I thought... I don't want to look like I'm about to panic. So I just kept my hands in my pockets. Kept my hands in my pockets. And she ran and just stopped right next to me. Ugh. And pulled her crisps out of her packet and started running on again, walking <laughs> on again, slowly. And I tell you, I was absolutely terrified. And I was thinking, do you know, that's the first time I've seen a witch, I think. What, what time? Have you ever seen a witch? I, I think so, a rave once. What time was that? Witch. <laughs> that was about... Six o'clock? It wasn't late. And that was a real-life witch? That was a real-life witch. Well, you can't put... What are you going to put it down to? That was... Don't look now. Like, that's probably, sorry, I, I, I forgot you said she's in her 30s and 40s. Because I was like, I was proper imagining all that shit. And then I was like, oh, yeah. And then, then I thought, oh, I was a kid. It was a kid with some crisps. And I was like, oh, no, but she looked about 30s or 40s. And then went, woo and Yeah, that's, that's some weird Cambridge... I guarantee she's on ketamine. You should have got the phone out to film that. Yeah. I was just, I was too scared. I was like, is she going to completely lose her shit with me? Because when she was running towards me, I was thinking, oh, I've obviously triggered something here. I'll tell you what I found out this week. It's also pretty scary. You know um, Stephen Mulhern? Yes. He's Russian, originally. That makes sense. I believe that. 
Yeah, because his Australia. face looks like a Russian doll. You know those Russian dolls? And he only came over to the UK. You know those Russian dolls with the rosy faces, cheek faces, yeah. fat, fat rosy cheeks? He looks like a yeah. Russian doll. He that came over in 2008... He originally had a job in the MI5 from the Russian... What's the Russian secret service? That's KGB. No, it's not that's called that anymore. It's uh, the new one, isn't it? G, yeah. G something... Blah, 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 I don't know. Yeah, so the... FS, sorry, FS that's it. F something, yeah, sorry. So the rumours are he's working... He's got deep connections to the SFI, or whatever they're called. DFS. Putin. Yeah, I believe MFI. That I know that... I think it was like 1988, um, just before the wall came down... Um, Lenny Henry and Gary Wilmot drew, drove a transit van over and tried to get into East Germany to get people out. And because, like, the guards over there were inherently racist, it was never going to happen. But what they did do was go back in, in, in sort of West Berlin and drown their sorrows a little bit, and they bumped into some people smugglers. And then they ended up getting... A lot of people, your mole hearns, because they got smuggled through at that point. Mm. There was a lot of sleeper agents got smuggled through. Um, and yeah, that stems back to Gary Wilmot and Lady Henry's time in West Berlin. The danger is, isn't it, of course, when he's doing the catchphrase and stuff like that, all he's actually waiting for is a trigger word. That's it. <laughs> That's the danger. And anything could trigger, and obviously doing catchphrase is a dangerous game to, dangerous thing to play that game with. At any minute you can kill someone. Did you see Richard Iodi on it the other day? Uh, no, I didn't. It was it was it was the first time I'd watched it, thinking this is genuinely really funny. I'll, I'll give Rather that. Rather than just trying to uh, get the enjoyment from Mr. Chips. <laughs> Mr. Chips has changed a lot over the years. We've talked about it in the past. He's definitely uh, come of age. I was going to say I was trying to think when you said about Lenny Henry and Gary Wilmot going into uh, Berlin or whatever, um, and I was going to say if, he, if he'd if he'd white if he'd white faced like he did in that. True Identity. In that movie, True Identity. <laughs> yes. He might have got away with it. Do you remember in the 90s level. when all, all those um, that alternative comedians started doing Hollywood films like Drop Dead Fred, True Identity? I'm <laughs> yeah. sure there's a few more than that. Definitely. Yeah. They're white, the big ones. White though. Chicks. <laughs> no, White Chicks wasn't one. <laughs> I know, it was, it was later. I'm sure a couple more. Do. Nuns on the Run. Nuns on the Run was go. amazing. I went, I went to see that at the cinema with Eric, yes, Eric Idle and Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, it? two Nuns yeah, on yeah. the Run. Uh, oh, um, what sex do you get? Oh, that was a 12. That was like one of the first 12s. Sorry. Oh, sorry, go. Who's sorry. talking? I just remember that being a 12. Sorry, I was just going to ask, uh, what sex do you get at a monastery? Don't know. None. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking uh, you could, obviously there's Joe Wick's lockdown videos and there's the BBC Bite Size videos now, but would it be nice to have, because people are bored at home at the moment, a, a lockdown video where it teaches someone how to do online gambling, maybe on their phone or something like that to pass the time? I think it would help. It probably do a lot against stemming the addiction if people learn how to do it properly, so they could guarantee and how to win. win. Yeah, guaranteed wins. Guaranteed wins. And then they wouldn't have to worry about because I've seen the few of them adverts with the football managers who advertise it, and there's like yeah. you can win like thirty grand a day on some of those. Easy, easy. We're stupid not doing it. To be honest, it's the easiest way to make money. Fact. <laughs> Forget about the fact that you get addicted and, and, and the, the idea of money becomes meaningless and you're not actually playing for the money that you're playing for the, the winning. Go for me, release. Just go for the lights. Go for the lights. It's like the fruit that makes me laugh. People who gamble. Because I don't gamble. I, I buy gadgets instead. I'm not I'm not like a, people go, oh, you're, you're good with your money. So I'm not I'm like good with my money. I just, I just spend it on gadgets instead of yeah, stuff that I could sell at a later date, possibly. And prostitutes. And, <laughs> no, no, stop, stop, stop saying that. Like, 
<laughs> that, that's been it's been a long time. Care it's been a long time. If you still want, to, no, it's experiences. Uh, you spend it on experiences. Experiences, exactly. But uh, yeah, the gambling thing for me, the annoying thing is like in the pub. The way the way I sum it up is, and I know what it is about. Is it, is it's the lights and the game. It's like the money means nothing. I've seen people win loads, and then they go like, yeah. Like crow, whatever, and they'll buy everyone and go, yeah, drinks want me. And like, hey, and everyone's like, wow, man, he's won 500 quid. And, and yeah, it doesn't tell you about all the, the little bits, like the 50 quid he put in, the 60 quid, this and that, which adds up to about 700 quid. Then they get 500 quid out in one hit. I don't believe that. Huh? I don't believe that. I've never. I think I've never had a gambler tell me that. I've only ever heard. <laughs> so I, I don't know. believe that's true. It's hilarious. But what, what makes me laugh though is that. But when you're in the pub though, it's just so antisocial. They're there. It'd be two fruity. There's two guys who play fruity always. Like in my experience, anyway, with, with particular friends when I'm at the pub, it'd be like, right, two of them do the fruities. I don't, and I just come and go, hey, doing the lights there, fellas. Hey, they're like, oh, and they're just looking forward, going, nah, shut up, man, nah, shut up. And it's like just eyes forward, just ignoring me, and I'm like, hey, dancing around. Wow, you're welcome. Hey, well, wow, wow. Twenty pounds, take it, take it. Like, nah, shut up, man. We're going for the big one. I'm like, oh, you missed it. You should have gone for the one I said. <laughs> you silly. That's oh, annoying. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, obviously, that's oh, what it sounds like to be annoying. Yeah, I'm doing that on purpose, obviously. But then every now and again they buy me a drink. But then yeah, ultimately, just randoms. Ultimately, hey, just random men. Yeah, it's random. Hey, guys. I'm talking about Crow and Corbett here. Oh, right. People you know. Crow and Corbett. I mean, they listen to this. That's not their real name, so it's all right. I can call them that. Uh, they know. Then they know what they like. Corbett will never listen to this. That's fine. Oh. Uh, but but yeah, they, they, but this is the light. So I'm like, oh, it's the game. You like the game because the money doesn't mean shit. They get hundred in. 100 goes back in, 200 out, 100 back in. And I'm like, guys, we could be doing stuff for this money. And then later on, they'll be like, oh man, we ain't got no money for Coke. And it's like, it's oh, okay. Like, they wasted it and they could have been yeah. spending on Coke. <laughs> no, I do sound like a drug addict. No, it's like, oh Just man. a bit. That could have been playing. <laughs> what? Hey, I'd, I'd sooner spend it all on crack. They're like, yeah, then gamble. Like, I mean, I'd sooner you... spend it on crack. Well, yeah, at least you got. <laughs> nice healthy... something to show for it. Healthy crack, you know, the crack, yeah, the crack make the more crack sense addiction. to me because, yeah, because they can't just throw everything away. It's, it's like, Paying reward, like they, they get the reward for the work they put in for the day. It's like, oh, you cycle around doing blags, ripping off this Chris, fellow crackhead. This other you, fellow crackhead. Do you think if, if your son came home and told you he's a crackhead, you think, well, at least he's not gambling and wasting it? Yes. Exactly. Well, I suppose, like I say, he's paying for experiences, but, um, you, you know, you can't when go the, out your deathbed having not done anything. The, um, but at the same time, is a guaranteed way of making money like I say um, anyone can make money from gambling so and um, selling crack selling crack yeah don't do crack sell crack selling crack is a much better way of making money than gambling on those simple as that on those gambling adverts when it say when when it says when the fun stops stops what that actually means is when you've earned enough money to quit gambling just stop don't carry on because other people need it as well exactly that's that's where the hard that's hardship comes from it's the same people winning all the time that's right, and it's like, please stop winning, and then let someone else have a chance. Yeah. Um, I was, I was saying something earlier. I never finished it, but I was, and you, I know you said you don't watch TV, but I, there's a show called uh, Married at First Sight Australia, yeah. a, and I've seen the British one. It's not as good, but this one is actually decent. So I'll give you a quick synopsis of it. Uh, there's 20 couples, 20 men, 20 women. So there's 40 people in all, and the Australians now to do this shit. They're on six seasons of this so far, so they don't piss about. Basically, what they do is they put these two people together that have never, ever met before and then they have to get married. <laughs> so that, as you can tell, sounds like a bit of a recipe for disaster straight away. But uh, one of the ones last week was this guy got married to this really attractive young girl. So he was like a farm guy. He got married to this really young girl, attractive. And his best man was something called like Bozza or Boozer. 
And he's like proper like, yeah, she's all right, isn't she? She do it up the arse. That kind of stuff. The best man speech, right? And uh, so they all had this wedding. You could tell, like, he's obviously not a good wingman. He's like a shit wingman. Because he, yeah. he was like, you could tell he's like, obviously, this bird was really attractive, 27 years old. Take it up the midge. And his mate was like... Right up the midge. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're done all right there, mate. Done up the veg, done up the midge yet. So he yeah, had to do sure. the best man speech, his mate. So he, so everything was going really well. This is, how they edit, this is how they edited it. Obviously, it's all edited, but it was really well done. Did, did, did. And uh, he got up and he started talking about well, remember that time we got Viagra? And he goes, it was a good... And he, they didn't even play the speech. They cut it all out and they just showed all the family. And then I had the whole family take. Everyone was like, dead faces, going up to him going, you should have let him do that speech. I go, that's not the kind of speech for a wedding, mate. And like, is it... Are you really... And she kept going like, are you really like that? Would you really do that? And he's like, nah, nah, that was a long time ago. I was a lot younger then. I'm not like that. That's not me. It's not that you think, oh my God, what the hell is this guy so saying? So usually with the English one, it breaks down like... It, the breakdown starts to happen over weeks after. Yeah. But the Aussie one, straight into like, from the best man speech or whatever onwards, it was just like... Because there's so many there. couples, yeah, they yeah. just like hammer it. They're yeah, just like full, full on. That's, like, that's a good recommend. I know it sounds like a really trashy show. Oh, and it is. All that shit's great. Uh, five, like five guys in a week. It's a good shit, recommend. Like, uh, those shows are great. <laughs> you ever seen that one, uh, Chris? Five guys a week? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, the sad saps that go yeah. around the house. <laughs> yeah. The proper sad saps. Don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hilarious. The, the ones who get out, the, the ones who get kicked out the first night are the, are the best. Re- uh, oh, better off. I mean, it's still embarrassing because you could say like, "Oh, I've lost." No, you lose. The more you fight, the more you fight for the prize, the more you lose. You could yes. argue that the the last guy left who doesn't win is the biggest loser, but it's like, nah, not really, because it's like it's so shallow. And the guy who wins is always a complete cunt. And like, you know what I mean? It's always like, oh, there's a funny guy, the, the nice guy. And then the, the guy with tattoos and muscles or whatever. And they're like, oh, we'll go with him. Like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's fucking, it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's it's sad and women are shallow. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. So like, you know I mean, I'd, I'd, have gone, I'd have gone for the tattooed fucking porno slut. With no brain over the one who made me laugh. <laughs> like, oh, you've got the best personality. We like the same films, but yeah, I want to fuck this one side because neither of you are going to be the one forever. So, yep. Says so it, it makes sense. Says it is, it is. Like Rush Limburg says it as it is. <laughs> Doesn't care. Do you, know, do you know, on this day in 1472, uh, dogs and cats officially um, signed a truce to cohabit with humans. <laughs> and what I found really interesting about this was up until that day, if you wanted a cat, you had to move somewhere to actually live with a cat. Or if you wanted a dog, you had to move to where a dog was. Yeah, that's where the cat, cat island comes from, isn't it? In, over in Japan, isn't it? Yeah, cat island. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. This is all true. And what? That's what, that, Wes, what? that Japanese film, Wes, Wes Anderson animated film, is based, loosely based on where the dogs get put on the island. So yes. there, was a, oh, right. there was a constant war for thousands of years between cats and dogs. Violent. Yeah, very violent. I um, don't know if you guys paid any attention to the end of last year, but there was a lot of Nessie sightings, you know, Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. And um, it was because they reckon it's predominantly because there was less like boats on the locks mm. and people, there was more people out just, just hiking about. And um, there's a really good one that looks like something messing about 
it's quite you find it quite easy because back into last year it's got because cameras are better quality these days than that so they can yeah, sort of just grainy footage of a log going past no. and it looks like something so I, I did a bit of digging about and went up there and spoke to some people and that and you know the, the common consensus is that Nessie is like this um, isolated plesiosaur that's been living there and it's got locked in and it's just lived there ever since feeding on the in the depths of these big fish that um, get a lovely flow of fresh water and they get whatever, whatever, you know. Yeah. Edit that whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a large sauro-tegerian, I think, reptile that lived in the early part of the Jurassic period. Okay. Um, Sounds kind of so right. That's a, so that's basically what people say, but that's never what you see on the camera films. Um <laughs> So I, I looked at it, and I, my initial reaction when I saw the footage was one of relief, like, at last, they found it. Um, we can build up a proper industry rather than just one based on, like, cartoon dinosaurs and stuff. But I changed my mind because it just looks like a seal. But when I stated that at Nitwank, which is the Nessie Investigation Team Working and Noticing Club, <laughs> they were, like, going, ooh. You know, it can't be a seal because seals rarely visit the locks that far inland. You know, the most they come is about 30 miles up towards there. So I guess I guess it must be a dinosaur then. Well, it's probably true. Funny you say um, Netwank because there is actually a organisation that does have Nessie as a kink. And What's that? It's something Nessies. like Nessies. Like fairies, on, but they're Nessies. Yeah, if you go on Pornhub, there's people that dress up as Nessies. And apparently every year... <laughs> I think it's October time when you're more likely to see it. No, it's, it's a smaller group now, but it used to be a lot bigger in the 70s and the 80s. Um, they all go down and sit on the rock near the edge and just... Hey, you um, like Nessie! I'm pull, a Nessie too! Pull down trowel. Fuck and me like a Nessie! Tug till they see. Funny that saying that as well, did you read in the news this week that um, Captain Tom was kicked out of a Morrison's for not wearing trousers and pants? General Tom. General Tom. I don't know if you see, <laughs> you see that. I've got my old boy out. I'm 110. Yeah. I'm 110 at them. He's not my hero. Oh, it don't matter. I'm 110. I've got my old boy out. It don't matter. I'm General Tom. Talking about staying... I've done so much in this country. I can get my old fella out. It don't uh, matter. He's on blankety blank. I'm going to die. Talking about estate agents, uh, did you see in the news that uh, estate agents obviously are staying open during lockdown? But what I thought would be kind of nice would maybe some estate agent stories from us all. Has anyone got any estate agent stories? <laughs> no? Okay, then. Does anyone want to do an estate agent improv? <laughs> yeah. Where Greg is the... Who, who wants to be the estate agent? I'll be the estate agent. Okay, you be the estate agent. And Greg... Uh, sorry, Chris, do you want to be the guy that's being shown around the house or do you want to be the house occupier? Uh, I, I'm easy, I'll go as either. Okay, I'll be the guy that's being showed around the house, and Chris, you can be the guy that's in the house. Uh, Greg yeah. is showing me around the house, and I'm the guy looking to buy the house. Okay. And begin scene. Okay, you've got this lovely uh, laser printed uh, glass fucking. Uh, well, it's what's lo- it here? Lovely front door, yeah. Front door, lovely front lo- door. yeah, lovely front. Well, the front door, I mean, it. You could double go. You could get one of these new PVC doors if you wanted, but I quite like this fucking old wooden shit oh, thing. Language, please. Like, I'm an estate agent. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, um, so I'll, so, I'm sorry. Sure. I'm sorry. I'll turn that. 
I'm uh, phone to my husband. It's very a second. I'm not oh. too sure about this guy. He's actually swearing. But well, I'm... look at the fucking place. What are you doing in the first place? Why would you be bothered in this fucking house? It's going to be this house, by the way. It's going to be. Excuse me. Excuse me. What's going on here? Uh, I'm trying to sell your gaff, mate. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a, it's a lovely look. I fucking love it. Just get into the front room. Get in the front room. Look, he's got a fucking 65-inch TV. Ambilight. Uh, Wait a minute. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Chris. Yes, I'm sorry. Right. Pleased to meet you. Uh, my name's Janine. Pleased to meet you. Pleased um, to meet you. I'm Roger. Oh, hello, Roger. Um, show the 65. Show the dartboard and all that. That looks fucking nice. I was just saying, the outside of the house, it could do with a PVC door. Do you have a dartboard, Roger? Chris, Roger. I call it a um, dartboard. I can't even see a dartboard in your house, but come here. Come look closer. Oh down yeah, of course. On the floor. Oh yeah, there we go on the floor. Uh, Lie down and yeah. look under there. Oh, right under there. Oh, I see it. Look. How did the estate agent know you had a dartboard under your sofa? I fucking look. I d- you told me, didn't you, Roger? I'm, I'm you, not, I've not been here before. Do I'm you not... two guys know each other? No. I, 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 no what are you trying to say? I'll break into his back of his head. Look, look, there's a fucking loose window at the back that I'd fucking open up and crawl in and watch them sleep and then hide in the loft sometimes and drill holes in the fucking ceiling and watch them all while they're asleep. <laughs> what are you talking about? And do you think I'd pretend that I don't see what he's doing all night and just sleep soundly every night but privately just wake up to the covers knowing that he's eyes are looking at me and my missus? I knew you could see me. I thought you could see me. I'm starting to feel a bit uneasy about okay. this, guys. Okay, let, 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 us, let, us, let me go. This door's locked. I've never actually... Look, he's, I didn't realise you saw all that. Uh, I've never actually introduced myself to Roger formally. Roger? Pleased to meet you. Oh, I didn't know oh, you see me the whole time. It sounds like he knew I was doing it. Okay, Pleased to meet you, mate. My wife thought it was squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, uh, I'm oh. a bit worried about you two guys putting your trousers down. Can you just let me out of the house, please? Can you just let me no, out of the house? Look down and look at that. <laughs> <laughs> please. Really down. Let the truth out. Let the truth out, agent. <laughs> my husband will be. <laughs> Thanks for using Lemon Tree Estate Agents. <laughs> so, do you want it or not? No. <laughs> oh. You just forced me to suck your penis. Chris, you stay here. And I'll keep doing what I'm doing. You keep doing what you're doing. Keep up a good job. You and the missus. Oh, great improv. Should we oh, do the A-team improv, improv Sorry, now? I can't oh. see you, so I don't know when the improv is. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's nice. <laughs> we did our best. <laughs> I thought you No, I'll finish now. <laughs> I, I wasn't, I, yeah, Are wasn't you allowed sure. to do that? I, I wasn't sure who's cocking and sucking. Uh, it was mine, oh, thanks. So we've been forced to organise the festival of Brexit to celebrate uh, coming out of the European Union and we need to think of a few acts to go on stage. Now the first one I was thinking of getting back together is Custard. What do you boys think about that? <laughs> We're Custard and we love drugs. Custard were a very big act around in the 1990s, Britpop Act, who did sadly split up due to drugs. Uh, that used to be our band. We, we were did in it. too many drugs. Uh, if you go on uh, eBay, you can still find some of our older singles. But we'd now like to, I'd like to sing one of our hits that we used to have, and it was called Hair Salon. Sometimes the drugs don't do as much as you want. Sometimes the drugs no, don't do as on. much as you want. <laughs> Their take on uh, the drugs don't work. It's like if we didn't have the copy, if you didn't have the like rights to it on a computer game or something. <laughs> the drugs don't do as much as you want. Sometimes I'm gonna get this haircut. <laughs> I'm going out tonight. I'm going to the disco. I'm gonna drink it 
And if I see that girl, I'll make sure she is mine. She is mine. Gonna get my hair cut. Going out. And that's the song from and Custard. Under the the pop song. tonight. Here we go. I appreciate it. It's good, but I can't really add anything there because no, it's, it's, it's hard to do. We can all do our own. Of a member. You it's just hard, go hard. where you want to go. I was fortunate there, really, to be honest with you, with the uh, the backing up. Go where you want to go with the car. Some of the skits last a couple of seconds. Some can last a few minutes. Uh, Graham, as awkward <laughs> as you feel on the other side of the phone, guarantee, believe me, I feel just as awkward here. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they, it's fine. They say David Bowie was always a future thinker. <laughs> what would he say if he was alive today and could see what was going on? I'm sure he'd have some wise words for the planet. Oh, this is all crazy. Didn't he invent the internet? He did, yes. When he invented that uh, video game, I think he invented this, the internet. This is all madness. Or he predicted the internet. This is all madness. We should all, we should all wear a mask. Everyone wear a mask. I'm going to wear my mask. Let's all wear a mask. The world's gone crazy. We should always wear a mask. What kind of always wear a mask. You must have a few stories about David Bowie, Chris. Oh, Mel Gidroich had one on Graham Norton the other day. It was quite interesting. So it doesn't matter because we've only got 20 listeners. I can like regale Mel Gid- Gidroich's story as if it was our own. Go on, then. It doesn't matter, does it? Well, yeah, I'll just repeat it. It's like, for those who didn't see the Graham Norton show, well, uh, she basically gobbed on a cake that was going to be eaten by... David Barry, so she's working in a posh restaurant. It's funny, the restaurant she described, it sounded like it could be the one that I used to eat at as a kid. As a, we used to eat at a posh restaurant, because my dad, like, he, had, he did all right for himself. He had a bit of money honeybee. in the 80s. What? Honey. Honey, that, it was the honeybee. Hungry in horse. Least, the hungry horse. Just off the, just off the, the roundabout at, uh, to Fairford Lees. No, um, not Fairford Lees. What's it called? Watermead. Miller's, no, Miller's Steakhouse. No, it's called The Old Etonian. The Old Etonian. So obviously it sounds posh, but it's like run by like Spanish people, I think, or whatever. But I remember all I ate was like, I was about three or four, whatever, when I went there. Or bit sorry, older. is this your story or Mel's? It's my story, but... No, sorry. <laughs> it's Mel's story. <laughs> but I made it mine, see? So I can't be done for pleasure. Great, no. good, Rich. <laughs> uh, no, this is basically, she said she worked so... Uh, I don't know, I turned it to story. Anyway, we, I've got finished now. Old Etonian it was called, and I remember having sautéed potatoes. I had sautéed potatoes yeah. there, and I was four. Oh, good. <laughs> Did she spit uh, on the cake and David Bowie ate it? Based, not, not, no, not really. No, she... she. Oh, no, no. She, did she spit on it or she ate some? Or she licked it? No, she licked the icing, I think. But she did like a really gobby lick. It wasn't... So she didn't spit on it, but she went and licked the icing. So <coughs> she was working at a posh restaurant like this one, the Old Etonian. I imagine she said it was underground. She goes, it was like an underground, an underground posh restaurant. And David Mitchell was there going like, oh, so it was, it was a legitimate, it was a legitimate restaurant. Not actually, but like, but it was actually underground. A subterranean, it was like, yeah. It was like, yep, and he got it, it was funny and everything. But yeah, it reminded me of this restaurant, the Old Etonian that I used but to go to as a kid. what's her story? So her story was, she, she, was an eight, she was 18 years old, she was working as a waitress. 18? 18, yeah. She looks 80 now. Uh, no, that's, that's hard. So she licked a cake and David Bowie ate it. Why did she lick no, it? No, 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 she was 18 years old and she wasn't allowed, so there's this big story like, and posh, and like famous people used to come in there a lot. And people like Adam Faith and stuff like that, she said used to come in there. And like she'd serve them, whatever. But then David Bowie was coming, and they're like, "No, no, no, no! You're not allowed to like. You've got to like go and wash up, or do, or like you're not allowed to see him." Uh, and like, and, and I thought, yeah, and that's that. So she was like, "Oh, fuck that! Like, if I'm not allowed to fucking wait his table or whatever, like, yeah." So she licked his cake, like, yeah. 
That was it. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I saw. Um, I it saw wasn't as good as Jimmy Fallon's story. I saw something good at the weekend. I, I saw, don't like um, Jimmy Fallon, but it's Graham Norton. Did you see a witch? No, I saw Graham Norton and Mel Goodrich was on it, and she said <laughs> when she was eighteen, she used to work in a restaurant underground, and David Bowie came in one day, and she wasn't allowed to serve him, so she licked his cake and gave it to him. Was it? Sorry, sorry. Was it? See, that's how you could, you could tell a story like that that tells you nothing about me. Underground. <laughs> sorry, mate. Was it underground as an illegal? Like Black Market was legitimately underground. I think Nicky Black Market used to own it. Oh, so it was. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a uh, like underground, like an underground garage club, for instance. It was. It was just under the 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 the, 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 the normal ground. Oh, I understand. It's my David Mitchell right. impression. Do you know? I, I was just um, while you were. Telling that brilliant story, <laughs> I just was worked out that obviously a dinosaur is carnivorous. Well, a plesiosaur. Well, is. not all are. Stegosaurus is carnivorous. Is an anagram of coronavirus. <laughs> oh, that's very interesting, actually. <gasps> and plesiosaur is an anagram of arouses lips. If you follow the breadcrumbs, you find the bread. That's what I've just thought. I've just thought tourist hiker, an anagram of that is... Are you putting this all on the wall with string to connect it all up? I'm trying my best to. I've also worked out the SNP wouldn't be happy. It all makes sense. About that happening. And tourist hiker is Euro hip skirt. I reckon if you... Skirt could be kill. I don't know. If you anyway, work, sorry. keep working on it because I reckon over the next few weeks we might start putting this together, putting the pieces together with the jigsaw. It was the twelfth yes. floor on the book to book. And then I wouldn't be surprised if one day it just goes dead. We oh go dead. God. Oh, it's such an honour to have you here, Mr. Mayor. Oh, please call me Boris. <laughs> Lucky for me that your bike got a puncher, isn't it? Now, would you like a top up? No, no, I'm fine, thank you. Unbelievable. So much for giving him what for. <laughs> Who devotes his entire life to serving society. I nearly went into politics myself, you know. Really? Well, if, if you have any ideas for how I could help Walford, here's my card. Oh, I wouldn't dream of telling the Mayor of London what to do. <laughs> Thank you so much. Good. Apparently, now the election hasn't gone very well in America, Don Jr., Donald Trump's son, is going to start playing Minecraft on Twitch. Twitch streaming Minecraft. <laughs> But I think that's quite an old game, so I'm not sure if we'll get many viewers for that. I, 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 apparently, I've got to dig down here. I've got to dig down here to get... Uh, I don't know how else to do this. Uh, anyone? Anyone? Oh, what's this? Oh, I don't know how to do that. What? what? What are you calling me? A noob? What's a noob? Oh. Oh, man. I didn't expect this. I thought I... Oh. Chris, we yeah. talked the other day about sitcoms that you... Remember watching, and then the, they disappeared, and you never see the person in it again. And you think, whatever happened to them? And there was one I remember the other day, and it was cool. I don't know if you remember this. There was a guy who's doing impressions. He called Malcolm, <laughs> no, no, on Channel no, no. Four, or Martin. Oh, Martin! Yeah, I think his Martin. name was Martin. I think the show was called Martin. And the the bird who plays oh yeah, she's in uh, uh, Afterlife. That Ricky Gervais thing plays the the fat guy's mum in that. And yeah, she's. It's in, in the style of a Ricky Gervaisish thing, and he's an impressionist, and he goes around trying to do impressions. It's not really. It's not like it's not like Ricky Gervais. It's more. Of, it's not like fly. They're not talking to camera. They're Did you ever like, see that, Chris? They're not talking no, to camera in it. It's not. That's a bad thing. They, it's got that real lifeish. No, it hasn't. Thing. It hasn't. No. They're not looking to camera. They're not, they're not doing that looking. They never camera. made any more. It's not like anyway. Parks and Life. And, uh, uh, so give, have you heard the expression pipes, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day 
but teach a man f- to fish, and what do you think happens? He'll be selfish. That's right, he will. Teach a fish to man. And that brings us on to... Teach a fish to man, and a fish will, you'll see. We're closer related to dolphins, you know. I always used to wonder what happened to Timothy Claypole. The guy with the beard from Rent-A-Ghost? Yes. Funny you should say that. Did you not? Did you never hear what happened to him? No. Ah. I think, I think it's not funny. He fucked Ed Paul's mum, and then his, their kid was called... Work it out. They had a double-barrelled double surname. So what's the first guy's name? Timothy Claypole. Claypole, and then Ed Tudorpole. No, but that's that's not that's the person he played played in Rent a Ghost. Oh, the sorry, name. damn. That's he, he ended up. He lived in Brighton, didn't he? I, I have so close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've I've Johnny did. I thought he's doing right. We'll edit that bit out. <clears throat> anyway, we've been asked by the ITV. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember a show called Gladiators, Chris? Right. <laughs> So apparently ITV want to bring that back because they think there's a a big revival for that. And they've asked us to think of a few Gladiators games and a few contestant names. Yeah. Uh, Shoot. Um, Turbo Champ. Turbo Champ would be a good name for a Gladiator. Humble Turbo Champ. I mean, that that is my moniker, obviously, on, on everything. I've already called it, like... I'm already humble turbo champ on Instagram. No one else has got that. I'm already humble turbo champ on uh, PlayStation, uh, on most things. Well, I can fit it in. If if humble turbo champ doesn't fit, then I just go with turbo champ. It's going to be non-contact because of social distancing. So I'm, I'm saying gladiator. Turbo champ would be a good name for gladiator, not humble turbo champ, which is my chosen moniker. Okay, um, it's non-contact because of social distancing. Is that going to be a problem? Well, you could think you could just swim in bleach, but you'd be able to do most pool activities. That's a good shout. Where? Good suggestion. Good shout. Uh, what oh. about for instead of jet because they've already used that. Jizz. What about fighter? Oh, fighter lady. As in fighter jet, but just fighter. Tornado. Uh, I like rutter. The rutter. Like you think of someone who's out on the prowl, looking after its territory. Levi Belfield. Whoa, 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 whoa. On the on the on the realm on, along the lines of jet. How about biplane? So she's like, she's like biplane. So she's got, she's weird tattooed, got a weird haircut. So she's like bisexual, biplane uh, instead of jet. Superb. <laughs> that ticks all. Uh, you know I mean, that ticks. That uh, t- brings it up to date, doesn't it? It's like uh, a gender neutral, let's say. Uh, Kevin Spaniels, both <laughs> with quite long hair but thin hair on top. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how I'm thinking of doing my hair. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would be quite Kevin Spaniel though. The Crushinator. So he's like the Terminator, but <laughs> crush, he's got big hands so he can crush people. So he's the Crushinator. But you'd have to find someone like that first, of course. The Dronald Trunkinator. Yeah, you could have someone like a little Dronald Trunk. The trunk, the trunk. Yeah, it's, like, it's a comedy, he's just a big fat, like, but he's like, he's quite hard. He's quite, he's hard to move. Uh, like the, the pugilist thing, he's like, <laughs> But like he's really he's just a guy that's in his thirty like you know like an overweight like a sumo guy so he's like a sumo guy in his thirties but then he has prosthetics to make him look like an old fat like horrible evil Trump cunt and then and then so he sort of changes his life and proves it by doing that <laughs> yeah <laughs> as Jesus said turn the other cheek <laughs> turn the other I 
big fat orange cheek. Mark, tried to improve myself once and um, like change my job and just get my life together. That's and um, I thought, right, what's a noble, really noble job that gets me up every day and that would actually, you know, be more of a lifestyle than a job. And I thought, post. But um, on the first day, I got handed a letter and I thought, that's not for me. been asked what we can do as a podcast, because there's a lot of awareness now of climate change and mass extinction, and what we can do to fight that as a podcast and make people aware of that in the style of maybe Greta Thunberg, but not doing an impression of Greta Thunberg. I just, just want no, to not doing know. an impression of Greta Thunberg. I just, want, oh. just the main messages of Greta Thunberg. What we, if someone's listening I now, still haven't had the period yet. What the, oh, this protesting has stunted me. More than smoking ever could. And I've n- I'll never have a period thanks to my protesting. I hope until the icebergs are saved, I will never have a period. Thank you. So, yeah, well... It was... <laughs> yeah, she's a very young... Yeah, I know. I was, I was hopefully going <laughs> to... see, they're on, uh, the, on BBC, they've got this bite-sized thing, whatever, like education learning thing. Oh, you've been day. doing it? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Because I've this... Because I'm, I'm stunted. Do you um, pretend you're in a school and won't Yeah, because obviously I'm 41, but really I'm 14. Like the, you sort the numbers around. Like wow. I'm stunted. It's like a like a what, Freaky Friday. We'll thing. wrap this up in a bit. Wait, Chris. what? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 listen, no. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, but part of it, they go like right. They're, so they're teaching maths one minute and then teaching chemistry the next or whatever. But then they're like, then there's this uh, woman. I don't know what her name is. Like this black woman. Uh, I don't know. I'm a big. She was a black woman. I'm sorry, just in case you guys might know who she is, but she's really like she. I don't. She might be a Blue Peter presenter or something like like a latest. But I don't know because I don't pay that much attention to kids' TV. But she was like the amazing life of Greta Thunberg, and she's reading out Greta Thunberg's like amazing life. It was just so. Oh, the message. It was a bit like you know when Trump. Uh, Trump. <laughs> Corbett. <laughs> it's weird how I mix like Trump up with Corbett. Uh, but like Corbett's protesting about like so our friend who sounds very right wing like he I don't believe he is truly right like I said on the group the other day I was like Corbett I know you're not really racist and that <laughs> like I, I don't know that to be I don't know, I, yeah I'm not really sure it needs to be shut down straight away <laughs> well yeah <laughs> um, it's not even racism it's just moaning about BLM yes saying, like everyone's the same everyone's got yeah, a chance yeah. oh, God. why are they why are they protesting yeah we're all the same oh, God. The world's changed. It's not like that anymore. Put yourself up by your bootstraps. That's not my message. That's yeah. his. And my like, message is, I get ya, guys. But sort of like the snowflake, the snowflake mentality that he's talking about, like, he accuses us of, he goes like, what? You like BLM? Like, he goes like, you guys are all snowflake lefties. Like, what the fuck? No, there's a difference between like, being on the left... There's, there's the left and the right, and there's right and wrong. You know what I mean? Like left and right is politics. Then there's right and wrong. Right and wrong is quite simple. It's like racism's bad. Like as simple as that. It's wrong. The BLM. There's. You know I mean, and it was there. Like the, the the government on the side of the fucking Trumpistas and that. And Corbett was talking like a Trumper earlier. Like that's why I I, I had to get involved with the group in the group chat and go whoa whoa whoa. Like he's going bam you're still on the left. I was like no no because his argument was it was like stick trying to stick up like comparing. Saying it sounded like he was trying to like read it out. say like no I should I should read it out you're right I can't be bothered to find my phone anyway Chris what do you think well no uh, what was the point I was trying to make but the, no, the uh, point I was trying to make is that oh, Greta sorry. Thunberg the Greta Thunberg shit this 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 woman reading out Greta Thunberg earlier I was like well he's kind of got a point with the snowflake shit 
like this woman going like, and then she did this. Listen to this inspirational girl. Children, it's like they should. It's she. She's a dick. Like she's pathetic. Like that's not what kids should I, be learning about. It's like, hey, I'm pretty sure by 2060, <laughs> most people will be saying, "I wish we'd listen to that little girl." I, I hate young people. I hate old people. I hate General Tom, and I hate Greta Thunberg. She's my little ha- little. Is that hate because person. you do hate them, or you've drunk half a bottle of vodka? I've, like, look, <laughs> I've done and smoked some GMT. I want to hear from Chris. I smoke some GMT. I know. I do You're too. You're going on too much, Chris. Sorry, Chris. Give I really us some am. magic. Did you know on this day, Liverpoolian Albert Tarmac invented um, in 1852 invented tarmac, oh. and it's um, wealth created great. Jealousy and in the depression of the 1930s, he had to change the farming family name but still wanted it to reflect the wealth that he's got. So that's when the um, Tarbuck comedy lineage began. Ah, so Lisa Tarbuck and Jimmy Tarbuck, they were originally Tarmac. <laughs> Is that right? And still, uh, no, and... it had already changed by the time they came along. Yeah, so they were called Tarbuck, but he was Tarmac, and he invented Tarmac. Yeah. That's like the guy that invented cat's eyes. Did you know that he actually had cat's eyes? Did you know, in 1987, July the 21st, Appetite for Destruction was released by Guns N' Roses. Yeah. What, so what, was the year 1987, was it? 1987, July the 21st. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I thought it was nice. Yeah. Do you, I, 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 that's a good shout there because I love that album. Obviously, I was growing up and being a gunhead, a, a grow head, Guns N' Roses head, grow, grows head. Yeah, carry on. I'm sorry, carry on, sorry. Chris. Well, there's, and then there's five skulls, and I look back and thought, well, what else happened on July 21st with this, you know, appetite coming out? And in 1925. Tom Scopes was found guilty of teaching evolution at school in the South America as armed with costs. So that last bit again, sorry, Chris. Armed with. Armed with. He was fined, sorry, with costs. What? Sorry. <laughs> Bind with what? He, he does. Fined. Fined. Yes. With. With. Costs. Costs. Yes, cost to the call. Oh, the costs! costs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a bit of a breakdown of the whole phone thing Talking here, guys. Talking of music stories, because that's... Cause, you know, if we could see his face, we could see him going to the... Yeah, but that's movement. the new world. Yeah. New world, new normal. Oh. It, it's 1730 on July the 21st. States in Holland put the death penalty on sodomy. Is it still on the sodomy? And It's not anymore, though, is it? Are you saying Holland? Holland. Holland, Holland yeah. What? I don't know. Holland yeah Holland you're leading in shouting the word Holland yeah no no Holland. no so you said sodomy death penalty yeah in Holland yeah in Holland what year we just uh, said it listen back mate 1730 right okay no, yeah, no. that's that's hard shit to take in I've got one for you did you know that you know Live Aid yeah remember that they love sodomy in Holland yeah you know Nick Hayward yeah what band was he in? Was it Haircut 100 he was in? But, or is just Nick Hayward? It's just I him, can't remember. Well, he was going to play... He was he played Live Aid in the small set and he broke his ankle while Queen were on. 
But because Queen Ron, they didn't want to take any of the limelight away from Queen. So he had to sit at the back in agony with a broken ankle for four hours. Jesus. True story, that. And his foot was never right again after that. So if you ever look at Nick Hayward, one of his feet is bent the wrong way because they wouldn't take him to hospital. I don't but they never talk, they never spoke about that in the mainstream media. I don't, no one cares. Yeah, uh, they, they do. They just block us out. Put the real truth is there. Greg, you're, you're the man on the street. What do you think of that? Would you care about that? <laughs> no. Nick Hayward. We say from live. I don't remember Nick Hayward from live. Name one tune he done. I can't remember him. I'm man on the street. I don't remember Nick Hayward. If I'm honest, I you, remember Bob Geldof. Man on the street. Bob Geldof. <laughs> Pull, pull the, the high pitch. I'm on Paul. The real conspiracy was Nick Hayward uh, was never there. Uh, fucking YouTube bone up, bono, bono, bona. He was there. I don't know uh, live aid. Nick Hayward. I do not. I ring, it rings a bell, but you know, um, I don't Queen, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Bohemian Rhapsody? No, I don't watch anything like that. Uh, if you watch it, the guy in it is nothing like Freddie Mercury. What Remy Malik? Yeah. He got an Oscar. He got an Oscar for his performance. I don't think he, he got, got an, Oscar. an Oscar for being nothing like Freddie Mercury. Yeah, it was more of a, it was more of a caricature when it was an impersonation. I don't know. Do you watch or films, Chris? The other way around. Occasionally, yeah. Do you got a good movie recommendation? Yeah. <laughs> it's called Syn- yeah, Synchronic. It's very good. It's about um, a designer drug, and that's all I'm going to say. No, well, yeah, no, it's yeah, no, it's about no, it's about. Uh, don't say any more. You don't need to know. No, you could you could say you could just say the like the synopsis could be the character element of it, and not the fucking actual uh, the the weird like the. the it's very good the though. It's about two ambulance driver buddies who have been best mates for a long time, and then they go through some shit together. You could you could describe it like that, and it's and it's it's quite believable. You're like, oh, ambulance pit thing. Uh, but no, because it does, it does the other bit of the story from the off. I, I saw something. I, but it has got a crazy drug in it. So that sounds interesting, right? Yeah, and it is it's a good film. Have you seen a film called The Endless? No. It's by the same guys. That's about a cult, a religious cult. But all this stuff is to do with time and weirdness and science fiction as well. So it's very good. There's another one called Spring. Those three films are really good. They're all by the same people. Oh, yeah, the drone the film. The yeah, drone film was the drone, drone, footage, yeah, the drone When we first went, like, oh, yeah, you can do all this shit with drones now. That was spring. It's about a guy who falls in love with this girl in, like, Venice or somewhere, but yeah, she's not all you think she is. Leave <laughs> <laughs> it at that. What's the worst? The only thing that's meant to be So write those three films down to look up after this. Spring, Endless, and Synchronic. Right, poem about a troll. It's a troll had a bowl full of insults that he made. He took out a phrase made to induce rage and typed it into the gram. Two days had passed with no response or reportage of the foul comment that he made. Um, but the police are investigating and he's got to spend a sentence for harassment. Thank God for that, and so they should. Oh, I must be quite drunk, because that sounded like a poem to begin with. Can it was read? a poem. You said it was a poem. That was a poem. Let's wrap it up there. <laughs> that was... Um, <laughs> I was using about writing things down. A great podcast. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa. I was saying... I remember now what I was saying. Oh, thank yes, God. Yes, the, the talking points. I was like, yes. So we should have a major talking point each. 
and it should be at least 20 minutes. If we want, if we want, the, it depends how long we want the podcast to be. It depends whether Johnny can be bothered to bring his A game. Okay, well that's what we'll do next. Because I know you're you're, tr- you're trying to treat me like Johnny now, and it's like the difference between me and Johnny is that I still know what's going on here. So, so that's what we've got to do I think together. for next week we're yeah. going to start thinking about these big long form ideas, long form stories. Yes, I said the talking points. So we're not, I haven't done it this year. Points. This year, and we're this also going to start thinking about what items we can be selling from this pandemic. I've started to sell the Chilton line seat covers. I'm making them into little tops. Chris, <laughs> what are you Kringle? thinking of selling? I buy mostly ideas and concepts. That's it, really. Get people through this. You know, open their minds a little bit to the reality of what's really happening. And that's what we um, want. Sorry. <laughs> that's it. That's what we want everyone to see what's really happening. So it's goodbye from me. Whoa, and Jesus. it's goodbye from G. And it's goodbye from Chris. Say goodbye, Chris. See you later, guys. Yeah. See you next goodbye. week, guys. Love you. Bye. See you next week. <laughs>